1: Good afternoon. It is Manic Monday. I'm screwed on the air. Statistics show that uh, Chiefs tight end uh, Travis Kelsey does better in games when Taylor Swift is watching him. Isn't that cute? They're in love with each other and the love of his life is in the stands watching. And he does better. He's showing off for her. That's cute. But it's like it's human nature, right? I mean, if you if you know the person that you love is watching you or paying attention to what you're doing, it makes you do a better job. Right. All right. An overwhelming number of Republicans are fed up with the battle over Speaker of the House. Thank you very much. So are we. And let's see. Uh, crew of Boo was great on Saturday night and LSU just slaughtered Army 62 to nothing. Now, th- these are Soldiers. I hope they're better at defending our country than they were at defending the ball because uh, they didn't do a very good job. Anyway, um, hey, you know, they always do a, a good job of putting up a team. I mean, that's, you know, people don't go to Army to play football or Navy or the Air Force. They, they go there to to be cadets and, and to, to be soldiers and to fight for our, our country. And they put a football team on the field, and I think that's cool. Tulane had a tougher time than I thought, beating North Texas 35-28. to 28. Um, LSU moves up a little bit. Tulane uh, moves up a little bit as well. So all of that is good. Also, the American uh, public's trust in the media has reached an all-time low. Are we surprised? No, we're not surprised. Why don't you trust the media? Now, you must trust some media— Because if you didn't trust any media, you wouldn't know that there is a new low for the number of Americans who trust the media. And you found that out from the media. So you must trust some media. So what what media do you trust the most and why? And we'll talk a little bit. I mentioned it last week, but we really didn't get into it. Talk a little bit about this this, uh, conservative media outlet is now getting into movie producing. And they're producing a new version of Snow White. To Actually, it's not a new version. It's a a new Snow White. And they're trying to retaliate against Woke Hollywood, which they say is casting non-white actors in roles that they believe should be white. I mean, does Snow White really have to be white? We'll talk about that. And to celebrate 65 years of the Billboard Hot 100 chart, Billboard staff got together and collectively selected the top 500 pop songs of all time. Now, we can't share the whole list with you, obviously. We'll share the top 10 with you in the 3 o'clock hour. Now, I don't agree with all of these in the top 10. Some of them I agree with, but uh, a few of them I don't agree that they should be in the top 10. So, you know, you can decide as well. And today is the birthday of Weird Al Yankovic. So I um, I thought we would play some of the best of Weird Al because the guy did some... Brilliant, brilliant parody songs. So it's going to be a fun manic Monday. I'm Scoot on the air. Ian Hoke is back. He is our senior producer and our studio producer. Good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon too, as well. And everyone except a certain mid city barbecue restaurant, but that's a story for another day. I suppose. Really? Oh, I'm very upset. Wow. Do you you know with the Park View Tavern, which is uh, yes. my local watering hole? Yes. After April, they're not going to be in there anymore because their neighbors, you know, I don't know. There's some business deal. That went down, and now their neighbors are going to buy that building, and Parkview Taverns getting kicked out.
1: Oh, I don't like that at all. No, I don't like it. That either. is a that's a tradition. That's
2: a fun place to that watch Saints a, games. That is a tradition. I've been there for thirty years. It's got a real nice vibe. It's cheapest chips. It's a great yep. little bar. So I'm going to be in there patronizing them as often as I can before April. But I, wait, I wonder what business what? is going to take its place. Oh, you don't know? No, I don't know. Well, it's 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 um it's Blue Oak Barbecue that barbecue oh. joint that's next door on Carrollton avenue there they're they're expanding blue oak bought that building okay and, well, and uh, blue oak barbecue is good barbecue yeah,
1: yeah it's not as in my opinion it's not as good as dickie's but that's just my opinion obviously
2: um <laughs> yeah look i mean i don't know i don't have any like insider information here i don't know who did what to whom or what exactly the timeline was but yeah uh, with Parkview Tavern out of that spot, everybody loses. And it's not going to be easy for them to just pick up and move somewhere else and not well, step on somebody else's business. And, you know, I don't know. It's just the other bummer. thing, it's... Things change.
1: Parkview Tavern is such a tradition that the location, the building, that whole spot, it's not just about it's not just about the food. It's about the ambiance. It's about that place, and that place is not going to be there anymore. And that's really, um, that's really a shame. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be the company that comes in and takes over a New Orleans icon.
2: I, look, I mentioned this just because I somebody sent me something on Instagram that's a a, a woman holding up a sign out in front of Blue Oak Barbecue that says, uh, you know, 1946 to 2023, shame. You know, I guess because they're, I guess people are upset. Everyone's upset. So. Yeah. yeah, well, at least there's more barbecue. But I, I hope Parkview lands somewhere that's good I them.
1: hope so, too, but it's not going to be the same. <sighs> it's
2: not going to be the same. I don't know why things can't just stay the same, Scoot. Why can't things just stay the same?
1: Well, they they can't. I mean, things change. You know, I I accept change. I mean, we have to have change. But uh, you know, I don't know. This is not the kind of change that I, I, I like seeing. I don't like see, to see an iconic New Orleans place just no. uh, just. Um, Move, uh, move. And again, we don't know why. So let's not speculate. But no. uh, we'll I guess we'll follow that. Uh, follow that story. I mean, yeah. this is you know, this is as shocking as, um, you know, a pie burns down so we can't have hubic pies anymore. Uh, there was just something special about the way they put, uh, put boys together.
2: Yeah, I. Um, oh, no, you, you you might be thinking about the the Park View. Sorry, the Parkway Bakery. And tavern. That's the po'boy Boy joint. The Parkview Tavern.
0: Oh the Parkview is on Tavern. Carleton.
2: Yes. Okay, okay. And that all right. happens okay. all the time. Please don't feel silly yeah. about that. Everybody gets those two places confused all the time. I, I
1: do. Listen, you know what? I honestly I feel a little less concerned <laughs> that it's the Parkway tavern and not the <laughs> Parkway place where they make the the, the po
2: Boys. Well every it's funny because it works for both like almost everything you just said about how it's an institution, and you know it's such a part I get of the it. neighborhood, I get it. the Parkview Tavern is is all those things as well. I'm going to take you in there, and we're going to get some some. I'm going to sit you down, and we're going to get a Jamie and a Yingling, which is my you know my usual go to. So
1: well, I don't have to drink what you drink, do no, I? You no, know,
2: we'll get you some wine.
1: Okay, because a Jamie and a Yingling, a Yingling's not going to do my thing. <laughs> so anyway, no, listen, I and I, but I get the tradition of neighborhood bars. In fact, that's you know that's a great topic to to uh, discuss. Neighborhood bars and how important they are to you. So everything that I did say about Parkway Tavern, thinking it was the the other place, Parkway, yes. yeah, the 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 pool Boy place. Yes. Um, everything that I said about that does apply to Parkway Tavern. It's just, I guess, since it's not my neighborhood. Uh, I don't feel as protective of that. And I, I, you know, there's so many places to drink between, you know, where I've lived and that that, that's not my neighborhood bar. So I respect all of you who consider that to be your neighborhood bar. And I know it is an iconic, classic New Orleans
2: place to go drink. Let me tuck in one more thing before we actually get into the program here. I've got a text here that says, can we get an update on Matthew in Ukraine? I haven't heard from Matthew in Ukraine since September 23rd. You know, that always makes me nervous. I've texted him several times then, including once just this morning. Uh, I texted him on Friday, October 6th. It's unread. I texted him on Wednesday, October 11th, unread. This morning, unread. That's concerning. Now, he
1: might have lost his phone. It's possible. I mean, look, you know, you lost your phone while you were in Colorado.
2: My phone got stolen while oh, got I was stolen, in Colorado. Okay. Well, I lost it and then it got stolen. It's okay. a complicated story. <laughs> but look, I also, uh, Matthew, you know, we've been talking a lot for just about two years now. Yeah. And I messaged him at one point and said, hey, man, God forbid something happens to you. How am I going to know about it? And he says, there's people in my squadron who have your contact information. OK. So, you know, if, if the worst thing happens then somebody okay. will tell me that that's what happened but for now we're just kind of left wondering where are you man well let's just hope hope
1: and pray that he's that he's fine I, I, look he's on the front line so it, you know it, it, you know you lose your phone in everyday life i mean obviously if you're on the front line it, it might be possible that you lose your phone wouldn't it be interesting if like uh, the russians got a hold of his phone and you you called it and then the, the russians
2: called us They're like hello on his phone this, hello? Is, this is vladimir
1: Oh, so you're the scute we hear about. <laughs> <laughs> we have heard
2: about you. We know about you. <laughs> All
1: right, listen. Um, what a mess on I-55. I-55 is closed. What a Charlie Foxtrot. There was a lot of fog. There wasn't. Was I was driving downtown? There wasn't fog. But as I left my uh, my apartment at West End, there was a lot of fog on the lake. And I don't know what the exact situation is with the causeway. We'll get an update on that. But the causeway was closed earlier. And then uh, there were uh, some limitations on the causeway. We'll get an update on that. And I-55 is closed because of a massive uh, pileup because of the fog and the smoke. And there's this smoke coming from, is it, was it Bayou Sauvage? The bikes. This morning, yeah, you know, there's the smoke.
2: There's, I didn't. There's two. There's Bayou Sauvage and one down in Lafitte, and I think that's the one that caused all the big problems on I-55. I would but think so, but yeah. I mean, it's all yeah. you know. The smoke from two different fires is getting mixed up with the fog. You know, it's I don't a, know, it, it's it, a it's, it's, mess. A, it's
1: amazing how how smoke does spread. And remember, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how New Orleans was kind of hazy, and it was hazy because of the smoke from from Canada. There were fires in Canada, and and the smoke was was affecting us. So. Yes, it does. uh, It does travel in the jet stream and doesn't take long to get from one place to another. All right. As you can tell, we have a lot to talk about today. If you want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. All right. Right now, we're going to go to Chris Miller in the WWL Newsroom with breaking news.
3: Yeah, Scoot, just wanted to give you all an update on the traffic situation and... um The uh, latest we're getting from uh, Louisiana transportation officials, I-55 closed both directions between Manshack and Laplace. U.S. 51 is open down at the ground level if you really absolutely have to get through there right now. And I-10 between Laplace and Kenner still closed in both directions. Airline Highway is your alternate, and uh, it could take hours still before the uh, authorities can untangle the mess of cars in those pileups on I-55.
1: Chris, I looked at that mess, and I just uh, I, I couldn't even believe how, how bad it was. Do you have any idea how many vehicles are involved?
3: Uh, no, we've not been been able to get a vehicle count. I mean, it's, it looks to be hundreds because they've got about three, I wow. think, separate collisions going on all in that area. And you're right. You, you see some of the images from it. It, it looks like the Blues Brothers,
1: uh, you know, <laughs> yes. that,
3: that, that, those pileups that they had in that. And it, it's amazing uh, that you have all that stuff uh, colliding like that. Um, Sheriff Mike Tregg of St. John the Baptist Parish says there are two fatalities and possibly mm-hmm. two more. Uh, but that it's not more is. Uh, I mean, when you see the images, I mean, cars are literally stacked one on top of the other. Some yeah. of them are hitting from rear and plowing up underneath them. It's
1: well, I, you know, amazing. this is just a this is just a reminder that you know when people are traveling in fog, and I see it all the time when they're when they're traveling in fog, they assume that everything ahead of them is okay. And I guess you can only distance yourself so much. But it, if you could even if you could even see the vehicle in front of you, and I know there's security in, in following the lights. But if you can see the vehicle in front of you and you're on an interstate, uh, chances are you're, you're you're too close.
3: Probably, yeah, in, in that kind of fog. And that's the thing. You might not see anything ahead of you, but then by the time you see something ahead of you, it, it's right. too late, especially right. if you're going at highway speed or even if you think you're going slow because the, the okay. visibility was extremely limited. So even if you're doing what feels like a snail's pace on the interstate, say going 35, by the time – you, you've got eyes on a vehicle in front of you within that dense fog bad things okay. going to happen.
1: Uh, tell us about highway 51 again partially open
3: uh, Yeah us 51 uh, my understanding is open okay. according to uh, Louisiana DOTD they're not showing anything closed and we were told by troopers that you can get through on 51 so that's you know down at the at the, at the, at marsh level basically underneath right. the elevated right. i-55.
1: do you have information on the causeway?
3: Causeway, last we heard Causeway was uh, closed, not just because they were picking the cones up, and this was many, many minutes ago. It usually doesn't take that
1: long. Okay. So we'll try to get an update on that. All right. Uh, Chris Miller in the newsroom. Thanks for the thanks for the update. Anytime, Scoop. All right. You want to join us? The Okinawa Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. Anybody in that uh, that traffic accident? Anybody in that uh, in that uh, mess this morning? And uh, we'll get an update on the causeway. We'll also talk to Louisiana State Police coming up. But, you know, th- there was fog this morning. There may be fog again tomorrow morning. And there's also there's fog and then there's smoke from a distant fire. So that's a problem. All right, uh, coming out of the next break, we're going to play one of the classics from Weird Al Yankovic as we celebrate his birthday on the show today. Look, hey, man, if we can find an excuse to have fun on a Monday, you know we're going to do it. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us, and we'll be right back on WWL. Happy birthday to Weird Al, 64 years old. We will feature some of the best of Weird Al throughout the show this afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. It's it's Monday, uh, a rough Monday for a lot of people who were involved or have to go around because of the massive accident on I-55. Um, Kate Stagel with the Louisiana State Police joins us on WWL. Kate, welcome to the show.
5: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Good. Kate, do we know how many vehicles were involved in that pileup?
5: We don't right now. Uh, we're still assessing the situation and working to get the vehicles removed by, by tow or uh, whatever matters is necessary. Um, this is a, a, a large scale situation that's requiring many, many, many uh, resources and first responders. We're being assisted by uh, St. John Parish Sheriff's Office, St. Charles Parish Sheriff's Office, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office and the Kenner Police Department. Um, as well as other local fire departments um, and other emergency and first responders to, to deal with this situation.
1: And, and Kate, uh, could there be people in the pileup who are, who are trapped and, and injured?
5: um i don't believe right now that there are still people in the pileup um that are trapped uh we do believe that we've we've dealt with all of those situations um and we're still waiting to get a summary of the level of injuries and the number of injuries that um were associated with this this crash and it's actually multiple crashes yeah. uh, multiple crashes in multiple locations on different on each side of i-55 so there were crashes that occurred on the northbound side as well as the southbound side.
1: Is there, is there any sense of what might have have started this? I, I mean, I think we obviously we know, but uh, is there any sense of exactly how it started?
5: So we obviously know that there was limited visibility this morning um, when the, the fog was joined by the, the um, smoke from the marsh fires in the east. So we know that that was a huge factor. As far as the, the actual cause of the crash, um, we have not been able to determine that yet. Um, but obviously, the, the fog and the very limited visibility this morning played a, a huge role in this situation. And there's actually still limited visibility on the spillway, on the spillway bridges, which is why they remain closed at this time. Wow. So, so uh, okay. just an update on closures, um, I 10 uh, the spillway bridges are closed and in, in both directions. And I-55 north and south are closed in both directions. So if you're coming from Kenner going towards Baton Rouge, uh, tra- your traffic will be diverted to 310 south. If you're coming from the Baton Rouge area going towards Kenner, you will be diverted to U.S. 51. And if you're coming from the north shore on 55, you'll be diverted to 51 on the low road. Um, and then 310 north is being diverted to I-10 East and Kenner. Um, So again, this is a huge scale uh, situation. We've had to call in um, assistance from other troops as well as specialized sections. And even troopers that were off have uh, responded Mm -hmm. to assist with this situation, not only on scene on the the crash level, but also with all of the the road closures that are associated to it. it. It truly takes a lot of people um, to deal with the situation this morning.
1: Boy, there's just a lot of twisted metal and a lot of hardware and heavy, heavy vehicles that need to be moved.
5: Absolutely. there. There's still, I'm actually out here right now, and there's still many, many cars that I can see that are on that bridge. Um, and and civilians that are on the bridge um, trying to get to off the bridge to their families. Uh, And we're working to get people off of the bridge and to a a nearby area. So a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, um, and uh, it's going to be quite some time before the uh, 55 bridges are open.
1: Uh, Kate, where's the nearest um, exit? What's the nearest place? How far do they have to go to get off the bridge?
5: Um, So if you're coming from New Orleans, well, they can't really get to it right now. So the only way to even get into the area is if you're coming from the North Shore um, and then you would get off at manshack
1: okay but what about the of the people who are walking to, to get sorry, to, to family actually, members?
5: oh to family members they're actually uh, I, I stand corrected with that you can't even get to manshack they'll actually be um, diverted to the low road at us 51 at the beginning of the elevated bridges again this is if you're coming from the North Shore okay so um, you would have to take the low road um, and get to um, your family members through that through that message um, on the low road. If you're coming from the other direction and you need to get to your family members, you would have to take Airline to 51, uh, come through Laplace, and stay on the low road um, to get here.
1: Listen, good luck. Thank you for what you do on a daily basis. And I know this is going to be a tough day for you, but I know you guys will do it. And thank you very much for taking time to be with us.
5: Absolutely.
1: All right, uh, Catherine Siegel is public information officer with uh, Louisiana State Police. Two B. thanks for being with us. Thank you. All right, let's go to Blaze Intangible. Uh, Blaze, you say you were you were near the the incident when this this happened?
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I can send you uh, uh, some film of it if you like. Uh, how do I text it to you if it's on a landline? I well, can do that.
1: You could. Uh, why don't you email it to us? Yeah, email it to. Okay, um, I can
0: email. Okay, what's the email?
1: Uh, scoot at wwll
0: okay i'll see if my office manager could do it I, i'm from uh another up from texas and came over living in a tangible hole so the sire the horns the smell the, there was some fires from i guess the wreck is some some of them had multiple wrecks and uh I mean, the, the, the vision i had was from from uh on top of the bridge on the Shack bridge where that barge went out like i don't know if you remember you i don't think you were living here then i, I don't know it was a long time i, I lived here and i came back and then i didn't hear you on the radio but this was like in a in the seventies, they had a, a barge hit that thing. Remember I
1: remember. That? Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you used to always talk about that when you were on the radio. When I heard, I called to talk about the scene out here. But, but uh, you were talking about the abominable snowman. Okay, you called the <laughs> so, Vatican. So all my friends on the job, we always listen to you when we we in construction and rebuilding and fabrication. So we always have you on the radio. And some of the stuff you say, you always try to help the community and uh, you you know you you're a good guy for getting these type of things on there, but it was a lot of horns going off you know the 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 the, the alarm systems on these vehicles yeah. it was smoke um i i i I got out uh uh down on the low ground like the ladies say but screw thank you for everything you do for the community and instead of having some kind of you know, uh, second-rate show, where you are talking about some kind of agriculture. You know, some the Senate. You're talking about local things that affect local people. So that's why people should listen to you. This is not a commercial for your station, but I always listen to you because you're always taking care of the little guy, like well, me. Well, and you and know what, Blaze?
1: I consider myself. Family. I consider myself to be the little guy too. So you know, no, so, no, thank you no, very much for that.
0: I would say that if they had a Hall of Fame for radio. If you're not first ballot, it don't take long to call your number in class because you're a class back. So is the gentleman, Ian, that helped me get on it. So it's a bad situation in the morning. There was about three big wrecks, and uh, you you stand out there, and you're on the water, and it's almost surreal because you see the smoke wow. and it had some, some, fire, some swamp, uh, some fire from uh, some, some other places coming in. And so you had the fog, and you had that nasty smell, and you could smell the diesel boiling from from, uh, from the trucks. It was just a mess. Yeah. and I, I'm going to go. I suggest anybody was in that wreck. Uh, They'll go get a checkout out because you could be hurting today. Yeah. I mean, not hurting today. Excuse me, I'm a little nervous. Cause I'm shook up. But uh I mean, shook up, not shook up. But, but w- what I'm saying is, you need to go get these people and recommend to go see a doctor, not to sue somebody. But tomorrow you could be hurting, yeah. and if they don't go get this documented, I think they're doing themselves and their family a disservice. Uh, thank you, Mr. Scoot.
1: All right, Blaze. Listen, I appreciate the kind words, and I'm, I'm glad you're doing okay. And thanks for sharing that uh, sharing that with us. I'm going to check my emails, and we'll see if we can uh, get that uh, that video uh, that video posted. But that was interesting that that blaze brought up the the alarms and the smoke and the smell of of the diesel and the smell of the the smoke and the fog well do not smell fog but you smell the the smoke with the fog but all the car alarms would have been going off and uh you know and the horns honking that would have been you know that would have been horrendous
2: eerie i would think it reminds me of um after the pulse nightclub shooting not to take it in an incredibly dark direction but you know first responders at the scene of a mass shooting Hear everybody's cell phones ringing.
1: Wow. That's because
2: cool. all their family members are trying to reach them desperately. Oh and so everybody's phones are going off, but they're all in people's pockets as they're.
1: You know, those are the those are the things that you, you know, you say on the radio and and paint such a vivid picture of of, of what what people feel and and see and and sense there. And Blaze did a really good job uh, telling us about that. Yeah. If you want to find (laughs) Dudley de Morris Barton, you just better head out to the (laughs) I-55
2: because I'm sure they're all out there. (laughs) They'll be there. You you want to lighten it up real quick? Yeah, sure. I brought you something back from Colorado. It's behind your little paper stand there. Yeah. Okay. You see it over there? Okay, I see this now yes. my 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 time there was kind of a Charlie fox trot, it. okay. so I, I you know okay. I didn't have time to wrap it anything. I don't anything.
1: ever expect anything. This is so nice. uh it is let me get the ribbon off here. It is an anim- anima's chocolate, river bottom
2: toffee, yeah, dark man. chocolate and salted toffee. yeah man. ooh, thought you might like a piece of that. Oh, go ahead. it sounds good. yeah, live your life, man. yeah. Get some of that. Who chocolate. cares if we're on the air? Get some of that toffee. Yeah, they're used to it by now. We're always eating something <laughs> on here. Yeah, listen. If you if, you know if you're interested in like radio etiquette, <laughs> then you don't want to listen to this show. <laughs> we used to have a food show. Now this is the food show. All right. Mm. How oh is my God. it? It's good, right?
1: You know, I'm used to um, toffee being milk chocolate.
2: No, brother, that's dark chocolate. This is dark chocolate. Yeah, man. Thank you very much for that. And it was Chocolate Company. Okay, to the text. Yes. Um, oh, I have some good news. So, we, in in the last segment, we were talking about Matthew in Ukraine and how I was panicking a little bit because we haven't heard from him in almost a month. And I thought, you know what? I actually have this dude's email address, and so I shot him an email. It says, "Hey, it's been a minute since we've heard you. Uh, are you okay?" He emails me back right away and says, "I'm good. I lost that phone in a trench. I couldn't find it. I will send you an alternate number. Things are well."
1: Good. That is so, great. Matthew you know,
2: is safe. Lost his phone. Yeah, these things happen.
1: Understandable. The guy's on the front line. You know, I, I go like I, you know, I, I go to the grocery store and come back and I've lost my phone. So you can yeah. understand how easy it would be <laughs> to lose it on the front line.
2: Uh, here's a text that says, uh, "In regards to fog, when I was in the Navy, I was stationed in a town south of Fresno in the San Joaquin Valley." Flanked by the Rockies and the Sierras, the fog would stay for days. It was so thick you couldn't see mm. someone standing five feet away. I thought I knew fog, but that stuff astounded me. Multi-vehicle pileups were a regular occurrence on nearby I-5.
1: Yeah, and you know, like that—that that in, in South Southern California, there's that marine fog
2: that is just the marine fog is mm. so thick. Uh, here's a text that says, hey, Scoot, I'm a school bus driver, and at 5.30 a.m., I literally had to drive 50. 15 miles an hour to complete my route. What made me so mad was drivers driving at a high rate of speed in this stuff. People, just be careful.
1: That's what happens. You know, if, if you're in fog and you can see the lights of the car in front of you, I know there's comfort in following those lights, but if you're close enough to see the lights, you might be too close because if anything happens, you're done. It's I mean, you might not be dead, but you're going to be in, in, in a wreck. And, and so always assume, even if you can see the lights, always assume every moment, live with the idea that this car could slam on its brakes at any time.
2: I'll give you two more quick ones. Here's a text that says, the same thing happened on the spillway back in the 90s, cars and trucks on top of each other. I was right in the middle of it and I did not get hit, but I was stuck there all day almost until dark. That's amazing. Sucks. Glad you made it. Uh, James on the North Shore is here and says, my daughter lives in Hammond, and she drives I-55 to go to her clinicals at UNC early in the morning. I'm so Mm -hmm. thankful she missed all that this morning. I was worried until she finally texted me. She must have drove through around 6 a.m.
1: Well, I can imagine how somebody like that would feel. All right. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. An overwhelming majority of Republicans, are fed up with Republicans in the battle over the Speaker of the House. You know, sometimes, guys, you just have to put the BS aside, and you need to just make up your mind. Just make up your mind and stop the political bickering, because that's what it is. It's the right-wing radicals versus the rhinos. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. I, I was at Spirit Halloween last night. You know, at Clearview, right next to it's where Bed Bath and Beyond used to be on Veterans Highway, and they have really an incredible selection of stuff. I mean, oh, I was yeah. uh, I was amazed. Kind of kind of plotting out what I might want to what I might want to do. All right. Um, so the next step we're going to cover this briefly. The next step for the House of Representatives remains very unclear after they kicked out. Um, Kevin Cassidy. I, I'm sorry, Kevin Cassidy. That's our general <laughs> manager. After they, kicked out, after they kicked out Kevin McCarthy. And then uh, then they booted out uh, Jim Jordan. You know, I mean, what a piece of work that guy is. And what a piece of work this whole thing is.
6: All right, so um, what's next? Don Bacon says they now have a clean slate and can find someone else.
1: I could think of. Six on the top of my head that would be great candidates.
6: Though Dusty Johnson doesn't want to speculate on names.
1: want to make sure that we've got
6: uh, somebody who I think is mission-driven, somebody who wants to do something rather than somebody who wants to be something. Johnson says it'll take time to find that person. St. Anselm College political analyst Chris Galdieri isn't sure one exists. It is just really difficult to see anybody uh, who would be able to bring all of these Uh, different factions of the party together. As the GOP dysfunction continues. There is only one way out. Top House Democrat Hakeem Jeffries says that's a bipartisan agreement to reopen the house. We want a partnership. Galdiri doesn't think that possibility exists either. We're probably in the realm of, you know, sort of West Wing fan fiction when we talk about that. Saga or Washington. I
1: mean, it sucks. I mean, l- l- let's be honest about this. It sucks. They don't want to work together. They don't want to work together. I love the comment. We'd, l- we'd like somebody who wants to do something instead of be something. Because all these, like, egomaniacs up there, like Matt Gates and Jim Jordan and those people, I, I would not say that of, of Steve Scalise. But I would say that of, of Jim Jordan and, and Matt Gates uh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. They want to be somebody. They want to be something. They don't want to do anything. In fact, I, I felt so vindicated the other day when I read there was some, some highly regarded news person was writing an editorial about the whole thing, and he, he referred to Jim Jordan as performance art. How long have I been talking to you about guys like Jim Jordan and him specifically? They're They're noisemakers. They don't do anything. They just make a lot of freaking noise. Matt Gates doesn't do anything. Marjorie Taylor Greene's not doing anything. They just make noise. So I felt really vindicated there. But this really comes down to right-wing radicals versus the rhinos. All right, but still, former Speaker Kevin McCarthy might be a favorite.
6: Steve Scalise would have done an excellent job I supported him Jim Jordan would have I just know this is not a time to play games this is a this is embarrassing for the Republican Party it's embarrassing for the nation and we need to look at one another and solve the problem we need someone who understands how to do this job I believe Tom Emmer our whip he's been in the room with all of our successes from our bills to secure the border from parents bill of rights from cutting two trillion dollars getting work requirements he knows how to do the job across the street at the same time, helping us win the majority. He's, he sets himself head and shoulders above all those others who want to run. We need to get him elected this week and move on.
1: Yeah, I mean, some people thought Kevin McCarthy was still kind of a favorite. He's talking about Steve Scalise. Uh, again, it's a Charlie Foxtrot. And speaking of that, we were talking about the fog and the smoke and the big um, mess on I-55. Let's go to Hammond and Brandon. Brandon, you're on WWL. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, guys. So we went through there this morning. Uh, we left Hammond around 445. And by the time we got to Manchac, some areas of that fog was so thick, like you couldn't even see the guardrails on, on the side of the bridge. I mean, we, wow. were, we were down about 20 and 30 miles an hour. Matter of fact, where, around where that accident happened, that overpass, um, we were coming through there. And I remember telling my wife, I'm like, man, I – you can't even see the. Um, we seen the truck on side of us, but you couldn't see nothing. Couldn't see the guardrail on the left side of us, and oh, I was wow. in the left-hand lane, you know. And that it is, was it was that thick.
1: That is uh, that is thick, Brandon. I'm glad you're okay, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. All right, today is the uh, the birthday of um, of uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, we got to get to a break here, but I want to go to break and I want to share. I want to share a, a few of his his classic songs because he did some really great stuff. Weird Al, 64 years old today. And this was really one of the great things that he did. I, I wish I could play the whole thing, but we, but we, but we can't. Um, this was a takeoff on Michael Jackson's bad, and this is called Fat. Happy birthday, Weird Al Yankovic. 64 years old today, and the guy's just done some brilliant stuff. So I thought, you know, look, it's Monday. Let's go take a little time and uh, some, do some of the best of Weird Al. I'm Scoot on the air. There is more to come on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, it was on this day in 2016, the lead singer for Dead or Alive, Peter Burns. You know, the guy with the wild hair? He uh, died of a heart attack at the age of 57 on this day in uh, 2016. And this was their, their biggest hit. You spin me around like a record. Slaps. 1985 hit. Yeah, this is just awesome. Yeah, I'm sad that he passed away at 57. And, yeah, this is one of those uh, definitive songs from, from the 80s. They also did another song um, called, um, God, I don't remember they had another minor hit. I, I'll, 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 Brand New Lover, that's it. Brand New Lover. Anyway, we're going to talk about the media and why you, the American public, don't trust the media. I'm Scoots. This is WWL.